0: Well hello and welcome to Binge Watch, the podcast where we take a look at the hottest new TV and film releases on streaming television platforms. I'm Hannah Fernando, the editor of Woman Magazine.
1: And I'm Ian McEwen, writer on TV and Satellite Week magazine and whattowatch.com. And today we're looking at the new releases for the week starting Friday the 15th of April 2022, including Brit Box's Agatha Christie Whodunit, Why Didn't They Ask Evans, and Catherine Tate's new Netflix prison comedy hard sell.
0: And we'll also be checking out Apple TV's Anthology of Feminist Fables Raw and catching up with the Kardashians as they move into their new TV home on Disney Plus. But first Ian, what is in the news?
1: Charlotte Ritchie of Ghost's Fame, well she's going to join the cast of one of my favorite Netflix shows, You. She's going to play an art gallery director called Kate, who crosses paths with serial killer Joe Goldberg. What else is in the news, Hannah?
0: Well, Apple TV Plus is making a nine-part thriller called Dark Matter, and it will be based on Blake Crouch's fantasy novel, which follows a physicist, played by Joel Edgerton, who is kidnapped and ends up living in a frightening parallel world. Ooh.
1: Ooh. Okay. (laughs) Well... We've got quite a varied selection this week. We've got a bit of comedy, we've got a It, we've got a reality show and some feminist fables. I'm going to kick us off on Britbox with a new drama which arrives on Thursday the 14th of April. It's a three-parter and it's called Why Didn't They Ask Evans? Bassington. Yes, that's right. 40-ish we think. He's French, is that? No, that's his name. Bassington French. Mean anything. We should be going. Lady Frances, a delight as always. You're not staying for lunch, Mr Bragg? Oh, well... God, it's on the 12 o'clock. Sadly. Catch the 3 o'clock? Do you know, I... Jake's forever. Dead before you get there. This is directed by Hugh Laurie, who also appears in it, and it's quite star-studded. Jim Broadbent, Emma Thompson. The setup is, for those who aren't Agatha Christie fans... We're in the 1930s and Bobby Jones, played by Will Poulter, is caddying on a golf course when he sees the body of a dying man at the bottom of a cliff. Well, I was confused straight away because, of course, Bobby Jones was a famous amateur golfer, but it's not the same one. Anyway, so he goes down the cliff, scrambles down, finds the guy, goes through his pockets, uh, discovers a photograph of a woman. And the man's last words are, why didn't they ask Evans? Okay, it's quite an intriguing setup, I think you'll agree. He then meets up with his childhood friend, who is a socialite called Lady Frances, played by Lucy Boynton. They set about solving the mystery this didn't particularly grab me I I have to admit Hannah Poulter I didn't find particularly charismatic in as the male lead I did think Lucy Boynton was good as Lady Frances and it is a pretty stellar cast but just it felt a little bit clunky to me some of the directions seemed a bit tricksy and I just didn't find the bits that were meant to be funny, very funny at all. And it just, it, I don't know, perhaps perhaps I wasn't in the right mood when I watched it. But it's certainly, I wouldn't say it's one of the better Agatha Christie adaptations that I've watched, but I've only watched episode one. What, what did you think, Hannah?
0: Yeah, I know exactly what you mean. I mean, I, I do quite like um, things like this, as you well know, but... And it has got a stellar cast, like you say. So it should it should be everything about it should tick every single box. But I don't think the main lead is particularly charismatic. Um, again, only seen episode one, so you know it might it might go somewhere. But it didn't. I think you need it to sort of really wet your appetite and for you to keep wanting to watch it. And I think with these a lot of these series, that's exactly what you need to do because there's so much on at the moment. You need to want to go back. I'm not sure that it completely. Um, left me wanting to go back but then having said that if you've read the book perhaps you know there's more to come and more exciting things to come so you will stick with it so perhaps it is for your agatha christie fans as opposed to people like us who just merely watch for fun
1: okay well you're going to tell us about something rather different over on netflix a new comedy series called hard sell
0: 82 percent of women are in prison for non-violent crimes the justice system is rigged against them case in point what are you in here for seven counts of battery and assault that's a bad example what about you armed robbery nope i had a dispute with an uber driver he took the long way round so i stabbed him in the neck left him for dead just cut this stuff out this is a an outing for Catherine tate now I don't know if she's a divisive character or not. I I really quite like her, but I think some people can find her a little bit irritating and perhaps a lot of the uh, things that she's done before and the characters that she's played before, perhaps they got a bit tired and exhausted and and we'd had enough of her for a while. But anyway, she's she's back and uh, she's played so many different characters, hasn't she? Like I just said, like the foul-mouthed Nan and the bothered Lauren. And there are so many signs of that in this series. So there are six episodes as I say, it's called Hard Cell, and it's a mockumentary and it's set in a very, in a fictional female prison. And uh, Catherine Tate plays a variety of different characters. And again, it sort of annoyed me that she did that. I kind of wanted to just to stick with one character, actually. But it, it does all, I guess it all becomes about her. So she wants to, she wants to implement some very off pieced ideas in this prison and she wants to show that that women aren't really as bad as uh, as perhaps that they might have might seem to be in there and she wants to kind of change the whole opinion of women in prison and and, and make them rehabilitate them I suppose in a way that that men running the place wouldn't necessarily have thought of and so you know I don't know it it is funny at times do I did it make me belly laugh and roll with laughter no, I, I I don't think it did particularly, and I sort of was expecting it to. Um, you've got a little outing from Heather off EastEnders in there, if you like EastEnders. Um, Heather joins the cast for a bit. For, yeah, for me, it's something to watch. Did I love it? No, and I feel a bit bad saying that, Ian. What did you think?
1: Well, I was really looking forward to it as well, and I am a big fan of Catherine Tate. I think she's really talented, and I did enjoy watching her play these different characters because she plays, as you said, the warden. She plays one of the male prison guards and she plays quite a few of the inmates. Uh, I think this does owe quite a lot to the office, um, the mockumentary format and a lot of the kind of mannerisms and the characters really reminded me of the office. I didn't find myself belly laughing particularly um but I think it's quite a good premise that she's um she's trying to get the she's trying to rehabilitate the the inmates by getting them to be in a production of West Side Story which um Heather from EastEnders is going to direct so I didn't realize that the the prison guard Marco who she plays I didn't realize that that was supposed to be a bloke But um, I'm quite confused. (laughs) I'm quite a confused person, anyway. But um, yeah, I'll give it the benefit of the doubt. I think it's very difficult. Episode one of any new comedy, I think, is is always quite well, literally a hard sell. Um, So I I would, I would stick with this because I do, I do very much like Catherine Tate, and of course she was in the American version of The Office, by coincidence. Um, So yeah, I will. um, I'll certainly watch another EP for sure. Now, over on Apple TV, I'm going to tell you about something rather different. It's a new eight-part series called Raw. You want to take revenge like a man, you got to dress like one. Or not take revenge is the other option. I met someone. Oh, my God. Is he married? No. Do you want dessert? I will do bedtime. That's a risky move. Promising bedtime. Now, I was wondering if I should have given this to you, Hannah, because it is a darkly comic anthology of feminist fables. Uh, It's from the creators of the brilliant Netflix female wrestling series, Glow, which I absolutely loved. And it's adapted from Cecilia Ahern's book. There's a pretty stellar cast. You've got Nicole Kidman, Betty Gilpin, you've got Mira Sayal. And each episode is self-contained and it's just the kind of dreamlike scenarios. There's some great ideas in there. So there's one, there's one episode where a trophy wife, there's a trophy wife and she literally, her husband builds a big shelf for her to sit on, which is a, I think is a very funny idea. And Mira Sayal is in an episode where she's, she doesn't like her husband, so she kind of takes him back to the shop. It arrives on Friday, the fifteenth of April. The first episode is about um, a black female writer who arrives to discuss a film adaptation of her book, which is, a, I think, it's a memoir. The premise is, which is again, is a clever idea. The premise is that the the white men stop being able to see her or hear her, so she sort of becomes invisible to them. But it did take quite a long time to set up because it's she she arrives from the airport, she's taken to the place that she's staying, and it's it, it's quite slow. And they don't actually have that long to get to the meat of the story. But I think they're really clever ideas and it's a great cast. So yeah, I think it's worth checking out. I think maybe they should have started with the with the betty gilpin episode about the trophy wife but anyway what what did you think about this hannah
0: yeah i mean i'm I'm a bit of a fan of cecilia ahern so you know it was always going to be a bit of a, a hit probably for me and as you say the cast is absolutely great um it takes a little while to get going i think and it does sort of tackle some tackle some quite sort of Big issues, doesn't it? You know, the, femi- the feminist sort of issues, the, you know, gender issues that we talk about. It they- tackles absolutely everything on every level. So um, it- it's funny in places. It's quite clever. Um, and it's really quite different. And I think that's probably what I like about it, actually, is that it is quite different. I don't think anyone else is doing anything quite like it. So uh, I- it probably is a bit marmite for people, but I certainly enjoyed it.
1: Okay. Well, as you know, Hannah... I very much like to live life out of my comfort zone and um, I couldn't be much more out of my comfort zone than talking about our final offering for this week, arriving on Disney Plus, it's the Kardashians.
0: Life without cameras was a big change for us. I think it's time to see a whole new side of the family. So how does it feel to be back? This probably is out of your comfort zone, Ian, but it's certainly not out of mine. Um, I have been writing about this family for many years. um, And this is their brand new reality show. They had a bit of a hiatus. It doesn't feel like they have because of course they they fill the column inches, don't they? Despite not necessarily being on TV that much. But everything's moved on as it would in the Kardashian household. Um you've got the whole Kanye and Kim marriage that's broken down and her moving on with a new man. You've got Courtney moving on with a new man. You've got Chloe still with the old man (laughs) he's not literally old but the old boyfriend um and trying to work things out and of course it's a snapshot into a world that it is true escapism I mean it, it kind of is is revolting on so many levels but also so addictive because you you can't believe that people live their life like this I mean there's I guess it's just so much money and losing hilariously all sense of reality despite this being a reality show and there's one scene where you know Kim says you know it's just about we've learned now it's just about being yourself and and, and I listen to those words I think this is you this is actually you they've almost become I don't know just a uh, it's like a fictional character, but they 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 are those people now, and the life they lead is just absolutely incredible. So a snapshot into into how the other half live is or celebrity lives is is quite unbelievable. And this just basically takes you again on another journey with the Kardashians. And if anyone who likes the Kardashians, you'll get to, they, the great thing about this is they don't really hold back. So if you're not quite sure what's going on with Kim and Kanye, you're gonna find out. Not one for you, is it, Ian?
1: Well, I mean, I do enjoy quite trashy TV at times, uh, as you know, but I was very much a stranger in a foreign land (laughs) in this one. I mean, I I, I am aware of Kim Kardashian. I'm aware of Caitlyn Jenner. That's about it. I don't really understand why the Kardashians are famous or what's interesting about them. I know that Kardashian Sr. was a good friend of oj simpsons it's a complete mystery to me i've never followed anything to do with their their careers or their lives so i just i didn't i didn't really know what was going on i didn't really care i didn't find them interesting but you know it's just not my it's just not my in my wheelhouse as they say and you know that's fine i'm sure other people absolutely love it so so good luck to them i say
0: (laughs) honestly it's like you just have to kind of it's an assault on the senses really watching something uh, like that but i talk about addictive it is
1: who is the man with uh lots of tattoos including all over his bald head
0: pete uh pete um well kim's is pete davison um and then courtney kardashian hang on what's her boyfriend's name hang on wait a minute i'll tell you a sec
1: well he caught my eye and i did like the look of him i will say that
0: travis barker yeah, so her yeah the guy that's caught your eye with the with the tattoos is, is Travis Barker. He's um, an okay. American drummer, and he has got tattoos kind of all over his head. And I think it was a very unexpected relationship because of course she was with the father of her children. Scott is for a while, and he went off. And we the, this is the bizarre thing: she's moved on, he's to a degree moved on with lots of different women. We've seen him, you know, with all sorts of different women, and yet he's still part of the show. <laughs> Just bizarre.
1: I knew I was asking the right person. So shout out to my man, Travis. So we've got to that point, Hannah, where you share with us your binge watching choices from the past week. So what were they?
0: Well, I'm well and truly uh, binging on Bridgerton now, um, Mm -hmm. as I knew I would be. (laughs) Um, It does live up to the first series, which is good. We've talked about this before. I'm really enjoying it. Um, And also, because I didn't watch them at the time, I've been doing a bit of catch up on Saturday Night Takeaway. They make me laugh. They are funny.
1: Well, I was very pleased to see the return of Travel Man, but of course now Richard Iowardi has departed as the host, and the lovely Joe Lysett has taken over, and the first episode. To my joy was another of my favourites James A. Caster was the guest And they were going to Bilbao And San Sebastian And it was just, it's hilarious It's an absolute delight If you like those two guys, check it out Now we've just got time to look ahead to next week's offering So what are we going to be talking about, Hannah?
0: Well, it's the end of the road For Bob Odenkirk's Dodgy Lawyer As Breaking Bad prequel Better Call Saul Returns for a final series
1: I love that show And Boy Meets Boy in Heartstopper, a new romantic drama based on a comic book series, also on Netflix. So we look forward to those and more. But in the meantime.